What's going on, everybody? It's your boy David with the Kingdom Talk Podcast. I know it's been a while since I've done another one, um, but I was actually sitting here waiting for the time and wanted to spend more time with the Lord and make sure that every content that I put out um, was going to be spirit-led, fresh, and uh, for sure a word from God. So the Lord had put in my heart to invite back uh, a few of my friends that I had the honor of interviewing here on the podcast. Um, and I felt like the Lord put it on my heart for uh, allowed them to share a word of encouragement um, through the Kingdom Talk podcast platform. So today, my boy Victor Fam uh, put put one together, and I think it's very inspirational. Uh, it's an awesome word from God, and I believe that it's going to change our lives as we listen to it. This one is titled "God Knows You." It's very important that we allow ourselves to see ourselves through the lens of God, how he sees us, what he has created us for so that we can live a life of purpose. So now we're not just living a life aimlessly as if we have nothing uh, to live for. So I believe that what Victor is going to share with you today is going to be life changing. Uh, It's going to be a fresh, fresh uh, breath of fresh air. And I believe it's going to change your your life today. So you guys, I want to leave it here for Victor, the fam. Again, he was on my fifth episode. If you want to go back and listen to it, Um, I do have it on YouTube or you can catch it on any of your favorite platforms that you will listen to podcasts. But again, it is episode five. I'm a boy, Victor, the fam. Here's his uh, teaching called God Knows You. God bless. You are tuned to the Kingdom Talk podcast, where we talk kingdom and play the best of kingdom music. Blessings, fam. Grace and peace. Today, I will be reading out of the book of Jeremiah. And I pray that you are encouraged. You are filled with God's grace and mercy and understanding of how much he loves you. I pray that God allows you to understand fully not just hearing this but understanding this in your soul and the deepest part of who you are that you will come to understand how much god loves you and how much god knew you before you were even formed so it'll be out of the book of jeremiah i'm going to be starting in verse 5 and this is the lord speaking now before i formed you in the womb i knew you and before you were born i consecrated you Now, before I read any more, I just want to meditate on that for a second. I want to reread that as I do, as I study and just meditate on the things of God and really allow God's spirit to put this inside of me so that I not just read this, but I understand this fully. And I pray that that same thing happens to you as I reread this scripture, this word of God that he has blessed us with. Amen. So again, verse five, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Just think about that. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So before you were even in your mother's womb, God formed you. Then he says, and before you were born, I consecrated you. Now that word consecrated, it means that he has called you or he set you apart. He has appointed you. So not only did he know you and form you, but he knew you before you were born and he set you apart before you were born. 
Now think about the grace and mercy that that, that that also implies then. God knows all of our failures. He knows when we fall. See, people understand that God, before we did anything to merit our forgiveness, he chose, he made a decision that while we were still sinners, while we were still sinning, he gave his life for us. And someone might ask, why would he do that when he knows all the wickedness that we would do? And sin is equal in God's eyes. So if you lied, it's the same punishment as somebody who has committed murder. Jesus even took it a step further and said that if you even hate someone, you have committed murder in your heart. Now think about that for a second. Have you ever hated somebody? If I'm transparent, I could say I have. And that's why I'm so thankful that God made a way, he provided a way for me to be forgiven, my sins to be forgiven. I could not have done anything to receive this forgiveness. There's nothing that I could have done to take away the sins that I have did, that I have committed. And sometimes we don't see that sin in the way that God is. Because God is so holy and so pure that there's no sin in him. None found at all. See, to God, even lying is a sin. Even a little white lie, something that we don't look at as bad, is punishable of death. See, God is perfect and God is holy and God cannot die. It goes against his character. And for his kingdom, he doesn't want anybody that's going to bring rebellion. That's going to taint his character. Therefore, his standards to enter into the kingdom of heaven are set very high. So high that nobody in themselves can achieve that. But yet, even in the midst of all of that, God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, before you committed all those sins, before you, you rebelled against God, he said he set you apart. We see here, when God is speaking, he, he then, because he's speaking to Jeremiah, right? But we can apply this truth because that's who God is to ourselves in our lives now. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah did nothing to, to receive this. There was nothing that he did to earn this. To be able to speak for God. We have this same ability to speak for God. He entrusted us to be able to speak for him. This is grace and mercy. 
This is a loving father knowing that his child is gonna slip up and gonna fall sometimes. But he knows that deep down inside of that child that he loves them. You see, I have two children and those children may do things that I tell them not to do. But no matter what they do, they are still my child. Now I hope and I pray and I will for them to do certain things to protect them. And I understand that them being young and because of this sinful nature, they choose to do things that sometimes they end up regretting and therefore I have to discipline them. Now us rebelling against God and doing things that we know he does not like, he has to discipline us. For the scripture says a good father disciplines his child. So those who may feel like they're going through something tough or may feel like, man, God's just against me. Or may feel like, why does all of this bad stuff happen to me? Maybe those are signs from God. Maybe it's a sign telling you now is the time to turn from your wicked ways. Stop sinning. Stop rebelling against God. Turn to your father who wants to help and lead and guide you. Because if we continue walking down these paths that are sinful and doing these things that are sinful, of course it's gonna produce death in our lives in different areas and in different ways. But if we turn from our sins and ask God, Father God, help me, I'm reaching out to you. I want you to hold my hand and walk with me. Show me the way to walk. Show me the way to speak. Teach me your ways, God, put them in my heart and allow me to speak them on my tongue. Allow my thoughts to be your thoughts, God. Allow me to meditate on you day and night, throughout the day, all the time. Father God, may your Holy Spirit transform me. So God here in, in, in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So God wants to do this for you. He wants to do this for you. He wants to transform you. He wants to consecrate you. He wants to appoint you. Amen. But here comes doubt. Because in verse 6, we see Jeremiah saying this. Then I said, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak because I am young. See, sometimes we have doubts. Some of us may say, God, I, I wanna I wanna speak for you. I wanna learn about you. I wanna walk in your ways. I wanna I wanna do your will. But God, I have I, I can't. I'm I'm young. Or God, look at look at my sins. Look at what I'm struggling with right now. I can't do this. I can't I can't follow you. I can't be a Christian. But then the Lord says in verse 7. But the Lord said to me, 
Jeremiah says. And then God says this. Do not say I am young. So the same thing that he says to Jeremiah, he's saying to us, don't say you are a sinner. Don't say that you can't speak for him because God is providing a way for you. God provided his son. Our righteousness is found in Christ alone, lest any man should boast. So don't say you can't when God says you can. You can follow God. His spirit will come inside of you and give you the strength and the boldness for the scripture says God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So verse seven, Jeremiah says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am young because everywhere I send you, you shall go. And all that I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid. Amen. So God is telling us today, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. In this case, Jeremiah was afraid of the people. What would they say? But God says, do not be afraid of them. For I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. So the Lord wants to deliver us. He wants to set us free. He wants us to know that he is with us every step, every part of this, of the walk that we're walking towards him. Every season of our lives, the good, the bad, he's with us. We just cannot lose hope. We must remain in God's word and we must have his word on our mind, not our doubts. We must saturate our mind with his word and let his words be what we speak, even in our thoughts. So the Lord is saying to you guys today and to me, do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. This is what God is calling us to do. God will put his words on our mouth. God has appointed us this day over every nation, over all the kingdoms. This applies to spiritual kingdoms as well. For the scripture says that Jesus created everything in heaven and on earth and has power over all. Therefore, those, those things that are attacking us spiritually, we have the power to bind and cast them out. We have the power to overthrow them. We have the power to walk on snakes and scorpions. Amen. And although we have all this power to overthrow the kingdom of darkness, God says, don't rejoice in that. Rejoice in the fact that your name is written in the book of life. 
this is a father speaking this is a father almost seems like he's speaking to his child that might be at war and he says yeah i know i know my military is strong i know my military is the strongest but don't get caught up in the fact that you're part of a great military keep your eyes focused that when this war is done you get to come back home amen when the war is done we get to go back home to our father in heaven amen that's why the scripture says do not get entangled with civilian affairs the enemy wants to distract us from the war that's going on right now the same way he distracted Adam and Eve with the lust of the eyes and the pride of life he tries to distract us with the same things today but God our father in heaven tells us do not be distracted you will overcome you will advance my kingdom But remember where you're going when it's all said and done. And this is why the scripture says that some people will come and stand face to face with God. And they will say, I've casted out demons. I've healed the sick. But God will say, depart from me. You worker of iniquity, I never knew you. You see, God's word is very powerful and it does not come back void. But God, our Father, wants a relationship with us. Because before we were formed in the womb, God knew us. Before we were sent out to war, God knew us and set us apart. So I pray today right now that whoever is listening truly understand this truly see that their eyes be opened and understand that God loves them that our father in heaven desires for us to be with him but our father in heaven is holy and his kingdom cannot be tainted and he knew this so he gives us the ten commandments to expose those sins that would stop us from entering into the kingdom of heaven. But not only does he expose those sins with the 10 commandments, he then, cause he wrote those 10 commandments on stone, right? But then he sends his son to fulfill those 10 commandments, to fulfill the law that was punishing us. I mean, we were, we were gonna be punished because of that. And some still are, are and will be punished because of those 10 commandments. Because they continue walking in that way. They continue disobeying the word of God. They continue living by the desires of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of eyes. 
but then God sent his son to fulfill and complete the law. So now that all of us who turn and believe and confess our sins and put our trust in Jesus Christ will be forgiven. Now that righteousness we can find in Christ, it's freely given to us. It's a gift. So now the law is not written on some stone tablet anymore. It's written in our hearts. Now we recognize sin. We recognize when we're falling short because it's on our heart now. We have received Jesus Christ as our savior and we recognize our wrongs and we pray to God, help me overcome this in my life, whatever it is that we're struggling with. So if you're struggling with something and you're recognizing it, thank God for the ability to recognize it. But don't just stay in that mindset. Also recognize that God has given us the power to overcome those things. And if you're wrestling with something, thank God for his grace and mercy. Because he loves you. And our righteousness is found in Christ alone, unless any man shall boast. So keep pressing on. Keep praying. Keep asking God to remove this from your life. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Keep pressing on. Keep pressing into the presence of God. I love you guys. And I pray that you be encouraged. I pray that you come to the understanding that before God formed you in the womb, he knew you. God loves you. And God knows you. I pray that you get to know God more and truly know him personally. And don't get caught up with the power that he can give you and he will give you but fall in love with the person of christ god in the flesh his holy spirit dwelling with us build a relationship build a friendship study the word of god together and allow the holy spirit to transform you by the renewing of your mind and remember, the word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we are preaching. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that's Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 9. Grace and peace, fam.